Welcome to another episode of Sync and Assist. This week, like every week, we have yet another really good episode for you all. But before we get into what this week's episode is about, this week's subject matter, we can't say it enough that we we appreciate the continued support. So if you are a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for making us a part of your weekly routine. And if this is your first time checking in to Sync and Assist, well, welcome. We are a weekly conversational therapeutic podcast. Well, at least that's been the theme of this podcast lately, where we pretty much just sort through whatever it is that is on our minds at the time of recording. So if this is your first time listening to Sync and Assist Well, we hope we can also make you a returning listener. But this week, Brad and I, we sit down and we discuss how in society, not everything is, pardon the pun, but black and white we discuss preconceived notions and prejudices in many varieties whether it be sexual orientation or race which is one that we talk about the most in this week's episode but also body size and and shape and the two of us we we delve into a lot of personal experiences on this subject so like i said this week we have yet another really good episode for you all but before we get into this week's episode you can find Brad at Bradley Pallone on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Robert DXN on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Sync and Assist at Sync and Assist on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Player FM. We are pretty much wherever podcasts are found. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please rate, review, and subscribe, and it would not hurt to share. So more people can find this podcast. But let's get right in this week's episode. Episode 33, Sync and Assist. Astrology signs, is is it astrology, astronomy? <laughs> yeah, uh, astrology. Astrology. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, but <laughs> with a caveat, I'm a cancer, and whenever I read about cancers, especially cancer men, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it, but it, it's it's kind of spot on. Yeah, a little suspicious. I. Uh, See, we're we're to a point now where um, someone will like ask me what my sign is, and then they they cringe when I tell them, <laughs> like they have preconceived notions about me, which I don't I don't believe that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, I say Aries, and then they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I I don't understand like where it what is the thir- the moon and what's the house. And why does it have to be in the third one? I, I don't get it at all. <laughs> it, it's something I've never really looked into that much, but it's just something that for years, like everyone's just accepted. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a yeah, I'm a Scorpio or I'm a you know 
Pisces, you know. And I, I used to, my old boss used to say, uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm a Gemini, so therefore it's only natural I'd want to go do all these different things. Like, it, he'll, he'll uh, quit a job every seven years and then learn a new trade. That's just what he's done his whole life. So he's, he's going to have some stories to tell his great-grandchildren. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, he would say, you know, like, oh, I do that. I mean, I'm a Gem- Gemini. So I, but I never knew for sure if he really believed it or not, if he was just saying that just to make conversation or not. Because a lot of people just kind of do it to make conversation. Because I, I've asked somebody that, that understands it. I said, well, I'm in Aries, but, like, I'm some of the things that people say I am, and then I'm not, in some other descriptions, I'm like, that's not me at all. As someone described to me, yeah, there's a, there's a dif- different house you might be in, and I'm just like... It's a different fraternity you might <laughs> that might suit you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, you know, uh, but I, I've also... I've also wondered, um, like, I've asked a few people this, and they, I don't think they've given me an answer, but there may be someone that can. Um, so drop a comment down below. No. <laughs> um, that why do we start counting someone's age once they're born? What about when the, uh, you know, like, the egg and the sperm meet? You know, eight months prior, or eight or nine months prior to your birth. I don't I understand. Like we've always just kind of like, all right, now you're you're one. Um, you're now you're born. You know, or now you, so your birthday. If you want to say like existence, you could say that you're, you know, eight or nine months older than we say we are. <laughs> I, I've I've always. I've thought about that for a few years. I'm just like, why do we start counting once you're, once you're out of the womb? You know, mm-hmm. that's always been something that I think about. But that does that affect your sign? I, I'm not sure. Cause, but but I don't know. It could just be like like actually coming out of the womb is is a symbol of. Uh, it's. It's like now you're in the world. You know, you're no longer harbored. It's like, it, it's pretty deep when you think about it. It's just like, it, it's actually very strange too. It's just like you're in, you're encapsulated, and then it's almost like the hyperbolic time chamber of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Excuse me. You you did say something that um, it's been on my mind. Um, uh preconceived notions that people assume so much about you like like based off of your sign or your skin color or uh your height um people oh yeah uh, i yeah. get that all the time all the time <laughs> uh most of my job is me being on my tippy toes but <laughs> i'm average height is average five seven and a half or eight i don't know Five ages if it's a good day, <laughs> <laughs> but people uh, assume a certain thing uh, uh, about you, and I, I was driving one day and I didn't have the music on, 
And I, I promise I'll get back to what I was just saying. But it ties together. But I was thinking about how, about colors and how racism is so stupid that white supremacists think um, that blacks are colored when black is the the void of color and white is all colors. So, interesting. Who's really racist? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you really racist about? But going back, the preconceived notion is that comes with a, a skin color or a sign or anything um, that makes you different from a person or a group of people uh, is it's not fair because you, you, you can't judge a book by its cover, um, which you've heard probably too many times growing up, but it's true. Um, and you can't, you can't know someone's story. You can't know how someone is unless you take the time to get to know them. And if you get to know me, then, yeah, I guess I'm a, I'm a cancer male. But I don't subscribe to zodiac signs and astrology. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's something that we need to change kind of as a society because People get like very adamant about like zodiac signs. Like, no, it's not gonna work. We ah, uh, we can't. Yeah. We're not compatible. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. And what's your enneagram number? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a three and a seven. It, it, it's not gonna work. But well, that 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 comes back to uh, even some of my religious upbringing is that you're supposed to. Um, you got uh, the term was uh, equally yoked. Mm-hmm. You know, let's take it from from scripture, but uh, you you're not supposed to be with, to marry someone who is not doesn't have the same like values as you. Uh, well, more specifically, not a, not a Christian. Christians marry Christians. Uh, you don't you don't marry atheists. You don't marry you know the the hardcore sinners or anything like that. <laughs> y- y'all have to be on the same page is what it is. Um, now, I-, I agree that you have to have similar values, it- it- at the very least similar values, in order for it to work as a relationship. But um, I don't really believe that... Uh, it- it- I don't believe that uh, that you have to believe all the same things in order to be with someone um but like you were saying oftentimes we have a preconceived idea of what someone is based on their their sign or their the way they look or even where they come from mm-hmm, that's yeah. true uh, yeah have you, you ever experienced people like trying to guess what nationality only all the time yeah. and it's it's like come it's, on it's annoying, right? <laughs> yeah. Only a couple people have, in my entire life have gotten it spot on. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, uh, a actually, little creepy, but yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah. Still, still, that's like, wow, it's, it's pointless, but, but at least you got it right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, 
that yeah, that hasn't that doesn't really happen to me. <laughs> it's just I'm just white. I'm just white. <laughs> but uh, but I have a lot of people assume that I'm not uh, not southern, like I'm not from the south. I've had that before. They think that I'm uh, not from Georgia just because I don't sound. I don't have a a country drawl. Yeah. And it's like that what? Like no, like my I, I just I flattened my accent because it's just kind of who you hang around. So it's it doesn't sound the way that maybe my family speaks. Um but yeah, that that's typically all I've gotten, but in your case, uh, you know, a lot of people try to figure it out. Yeah, and people assume they they see my brown skin, and after they get done playing the guessing game, they they assume um, who I am um, because of my skin color, and it's it's frustrating because who am I supposed to be based off of the complexion of my skin? Right, they want you to listen to a certain type of music, or. Yeah, like, which I don't listen to. Um, quite the exact opposite. <laughs> but um, I've said in a, a previous podcast, not previous episodes, but a previous podcast, that I've actually been told before um, that I'm not allowed to listen to metal <laughs> because I'm not white. I'm like, one. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not just white. <laughs> um, but to say that uh, something as simple as music belongs to a skin color, yeah. It. So there, there as a society, there are so many things that we need to to break, and I, I think that, and you know, zodiac signs are one of. Yeah, it, anything that anything that takes away from seeing someone as an individual, you know, um, individual. But I'm not so individualist to where I don't see the connections with people. Like uh, I don't see it in, in, in like an ostracized kind of way. Uh, but I do see everyone playing a unique part in a bigger picture. Uh, I love that, that like, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, I, I don't see skin color. Because often, oftentimes I do, I do notice, but it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm colorblind. Dude. It's like, no, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll probably see your skin color. But I won't be sitting there trying to like guess what nationality you are or anything like that. Yeah. Like I don't really care. <laughs> or see my curly hair and think, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you do have curly hair. My my hair is more wavy if I l let it air dry. Uh, but no, I it's pretty straight. People used to always say I have uh, black hair, and I'm like, when I've Oh, so now I'm a brunette. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my hair is dark brown. Like it's not even that. It's not. 
as dark as it used to be though. But but it's it's never been black. Well, I mean, I dyed it black temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was nineteen. But I mean, those scene days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I've my hair has never naturally been black. So I think it's it's funny that people assume I have. But it back to the size thing as well. Uh, it really is definitely annoying when um, someone just uh, just assumes that because uh, I'm small, or it's not even really an assumption. It it's that they they see a small person trying to pick something up, and they're always just kind of giving that like really like facetious kind of like. Like, go, go, Brad, yeah, yeah, get that. You take that table, you know. And they don't, and when any time, like, a big dude picks it up, of course, it's, like, no no problem for them, and no one says anything. But the moment a little guy tries to pick up that table and does it, but obviously isn't, you Kick know. shit up out of that table. <laughs> People are just like, all right, let's go, Brad. Yeah, you got this, you got this. And it's like, are you being, like, condescending? <laughs> yeah, but um, in my experience, it goes both ways. Like, I'm not a big guy, um, but uh, I, I come from warehousing. Uh, most of my background is like in warehousing. I've probably only had one job that didn't require a pallet jack, and that one job should have a pallet jack, um, but. They don't, so I have to unload everything by hand. But um, to go back to it, it goes both ways in my experience that people see I'm not a big guy, so they assume that I'm weak. And I've only ever had physically demanding jobs, so I turn a lot of heads. <laughs> and I, I, which sucks that I have to surprise people, but I surprise people that I'm not weak, that I can handle my own. I can do the job uh, mm-hmm. that I was hired to do. And then on the other side, people, and maybe it's because I have a brown skin color. I don't know. That's, that's on them. It's not on me. But they assume or they just make me do everything <laughs> and I've literally had jobs where I'm the smallest person there I'm the only one doing the heavy lifting and there are like five huge dudes like come on but it's because I, I think I was like born to be a small guy because it's in my character that I've always been an underdog, so mm-hmm. I'm going to show you. <laughs> so I've always had that um, mentality, you know, challenge accepted. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here on this. Um, on the other hand, uh, I've also been very frustrated. Uh, I'm not saying there's a remedy to this because, I mean, there's got to be a happy medium somewhere, but... I've also been treated like no different than the bigger guys. 
And that's actually worked against me where they just assume I can grab these things no problem in the complete and total disregard of my size. And they just uh, like, Oh, you don't have that. You don't, you don't got it. You know? And it's like, yeah, this is actually really heavy. Like (laughs) you're getting the smallest guy to do some of the heaviest work today for some reason. And it's like, I, I kind of respect you for not seeing my size on, on as a factor. Yeah. But it's also kind of like, you kind of got to see it here. Like, I, I I'm can't. size blind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do this myself. Like, I'm doing it, but it is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just, just give me a little bit of help is all. Like, yeah, yeah. And But that's the other side of it, too. I've had that. Also, probably the worst situation was, you know, in a past job where, I got paid very little, and I had to do a whole lot within a few hours. And they just wondered, why isn't this done? Why isn't this and that done? It's like, I've been trying to do everything. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it, it, you know, be conscientious, but don't, but don't don't pick on the little guy at the same time. Be conscientious of size, you know, maybe help out when you can, but also don't act like I'm, you know, handicapped as well. You know, I'm capable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and chihuahuas are like very <laughs> feisty. They are. <laughs> so don't it, get bit. Pit bulls get the rap of being the biters, but you know, what about them chihuahuas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, what is it? Big things come in small packages sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And you surprised me too. Like when you lift, like <laughs> you were helping move some, actually some stuff into the into the office here. No problem. You just got it yourself. It's like where'd he go? Oh, he's already in there. He put it in <laughs> fast too, fast and strong. <laughs> but you know, going back to to skin color, it's it's very it's a very touchy subject. Uh, in 2018, in a what re- is it? of recent <laughs> year, yeah, every, everything's pretty touchy this year. But race is a—it's—it's it's dumb. I feel like so many things have been conflated to the point to where it's like, why are we making this an issue? This doesn't have to be an issue. But you know, and also on the other hand. The fact that some things are coming out now is probably fine because, you know, we got to work through it. If there is something there, work through it. But it it is interesting because a lot of people that I um, that I'm friends with or that I work with, um, they'll make race jokes to about their own race you know all the time and <laughs> i i do that sometimes too yeah you know um the white people jokes and stuff like I, I think they're hilarious but um but like and then sometimes my coworkers or friends would make jokes about their race and then i joke along with them uh and they're cool with it you know and then 
just for some reason at the wrong time, the wrong mood, I made a similar joke that they've made about themselves before. And then it's like, hey, way to stereotype. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess it was the wrong time. So <laughs> it's like, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's difficult. Cause like I said earlier, I, I don't not see skin color, but I don't let it define that person. Mm-hmm. I don't like it really is so minute. It's just melanin. <laughs> like yeah. it is wherever you were born. Like and it, it to me it, it really doesn't matter. You know, it, there's shitty people everywhere and there's awesome people everywhere. And it's just just treat people the way you want to be treated is all. It's simple. It's simple. Yeah, um, I guess sticking to which it has nothing to do with skin color, but uh, I, I was in the city. I was, I was driving, and I was in the area, so I just went to this comic shop that never actually went into. I was just eating Subway, um, <laughs> uh, but then I got a call and I had to I had to leave before I could walk in, but. I was outside of this comic shop that I rarely ever visit uh, because of actual, prob- probably actual oh, I racist uh, I know stuff that happened. Um, but I was in the parking lot and I'm I see like a it's not an EMT, but it is a medical emergency vehicle. It's like that. Um, you ever see like the pickup trucks with like the the back on top of it. Yeah. It, it was one of those emergency vehicles. Yes. And so I'm sitting there about to go in. I look over to the um, the vehicle. And I look. It was on my right. I look to my left. And I see this this dude, this, uh, the guy that was, he was walking to the car. But he had long box and. <laughs> and a bag full of comics and he just so happened to be black but I thought that was the most badass thing I ever saw <laughs> he was he on the clock probably getting his comics <laughs> and it was a Thursday so he was probably busy probably didn't, wasn't able to get them on new comic book Wednesday but I thought that was the most badass thing I said you know what not all heroes wear capes, but they read about them. <laughs> but I guess my point is the fact that he was black had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because to there was a time where growing up, being a nerd was the quote-unquote white thing. And I'm the oh. biggest nerd anyone knows. I've <laughs> so like, noticed it, the shift in probably the last 10 years or so Yeah, where the majority of fandoms on online at least uh, and, especially and, anime especially anime <laughs> yeah um it, white people are almost a minority in it now yeah i've i've cuz yeah 15 years ago um let's see i got it well about 20 years ago i did an anime review a little over 20 maybe 21 years ago at this point and it was a total white person thing it's a total white person thing. Like, but granted, I 
you know, the internet wasn't as prominent, so it, it kind of gives a voice to everybody. Uh, so over the last 10 years, it's just like, yeah, all the fandoms. Every time I've been in Barnes Noble, it's, I've only ever seen a black person in a manga aisle. Used to not be that way. Or I remember when no one was at the manga section. <laughs> it was probably like 99, back in 99. I, I felt alone in my anime love mm-hmm. in 99. Like, I, I knew there were people that liked it, but they were scattered across the country, you know? It's just, like, a little bit here and there. Um, and then I discovered that <laughs> some of my... F- well, I, at school, I met a couple people that liked it, and then they introduced me to their friends, and I, I remember this is... <laughs> I got to talk about anime for a second. And <laughs> so it, it was my friend's neighbor, and she and her sister had a there's a room is in their basement so we went i was hanging out with him and he's like i'm going to my neighbor's house and um I'll, I'll introduce you to him so we go downstairs it's like in the garage or i don't know if it was underground or if it's just the room in the garage i think i think it was room in the garage but uh and they had two computers set up and they were both on the computer. Of course, the 90s computers, whatever. And they were both writing anime fan fictions. Okay? And I was like, what is this? And like, I didn't even know what a fanfic was back then, right? So, <laughs> they, were just, they were describing it. And I was like, oh, it's like the girls inserting themselves into the stories of these anime characters and having, you know, and, and having a a relationship with them. So, um, so it's like, there's other people out here, but from that point on, especially I was like, yeah, nerd, being a nerd is, is exactly what it is on TV. It's, it's not cool. Like I was like, I can't really find, cool quote-unquote cool people that like comics that like anime that like all that stuff growing up so i was i was very alone in my love for it i grew up an only child anyways so i was in my room just playing video games and watching anime you know by myself and i was okay with that i said it's my love it's, it's what i love and i don't have to share it with anybody but ever since uh, the explosion of social media it's like holy holy crap, there's so many different people. There's And conventions? Like, yeah. conventions are packed. And maybe that's why I don't really, uh, I'm not obsessed with anime anymore. It's because <laughs> over the last 10 years, I've seen an explosion of just, like, fandoms. I'm just like, I tend to only like things that other people don't like, so I'm a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if If people didn't like anime, I'd probably, like, like it more. Uh, it's the same thing with music that just the other day I was at a show. You were there because uh, you work there. Um, <laughs> but if, like, the type of music we listen to, if metal is a thing for, quote, unquote, for, for white people, um, while we were, like, half of the people there are black. <laughs> yeah. And there were some pretty pretty heavy bands. And... Yeah, we're going hard in that pit. Mm-hmm. And I was about to jump in there. 
but I'm old. <laughs> but look, look at uh, Jomar, Mr. Shamuzu. Uh, he was on what episode ten of this podcast? Was it ten? <laughs> episode nine or ten? Okay. Um, the episode that changed the course of this podcast. It was. <laughs> it was the catalyst. Yeah, he's he's a big metal fan. Yeah, and anime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he. He is is exactly what we're talking about. He's exactly what we're talking about. That he's black, and ha, to um, pull back the curtains, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he is obsessed with anime. It's like the only thing he posts about on Instagram is anime, and and same with with metal shows. We're, we're just music, period, uh, and. A genre that people, when I was younger, and people even still say is "quote unquote" for white people. It, it how how does music? How does a certain animation style, which one is Japanese? Yeah. Um, so I think it would be for them, but <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> how, how does a certain art form? How's that exclusive to a, a skin color? How's that exclusive to a minority group or a, a majority group? How, I, I just don't understand like the the way people <laughs> like that think. Um, and even I mean, growing up, I'm from Iowa, and I've lived in Illinois, and I'm black, white, and Mexican. I was a state that you would think nothing but white people live in, but that's not the case. There are neighborhoods full of everything. That's what it's like in Iowa and Illinois. Yeah, most of them are white. The most progressive people, you would think, no, they're probably right wing. Nope, they still have Bernie um, mm. <laughs> signs up. So... Just to, to kind of divert what you would think, your preconceived notions, that that's not the case. That, yeah, I grew up with, I, I went to school with a lot of white kids. I also went to school with a lot of black and Mexican kids. So, I'm not a certain way. I grew up skateboarding. That's one of the most quote-unquote white things you could do. I'm obsessed with skateboarding. I watch skateboard tapes all the time. <laughs> I share them on Facebook every day. That first Tony Hawk game, <laughs> or pro, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Tony one. Hawk Underground Skate. Thug 2 changed my life. <laughs> I still have that game. I don't have it my PS2 anymore, but I still have that game. And Bam was my who I wanted to be when I was young. And I still look up to Bam in different ways. Not not the not I don't want to be like Bam, but No. <laughs> but he was someone that I looked up to it when I was younger and to assign to to be yeah. to have things assigned to you because of your skin color or any your size or anything that's stupid yeah because i'm from my end to like 
like I I mean growing up in church like I, I've always liked gospel like I mean I grew up with more southern gospel uh, which <laughs> there's there's typically two types of gospel music um, one is is southern gospel which is typically what I grew up with that's more um, it it kind of has more of a uh, hymn like a hymn kind of like more traditional kind of not out of control kind of singing style but it you know just more i guess you be you know like that Mm -hmm. but there was that and then we'd have the special songs which more ballad like balladeer and more we'd add a little bit of soul in there at times um but you can't go too crazy because that goes into the the other type of gospel, which is the more like Pentecostal, charismatic um, kind of gospel, which is the, you know, typically the black church thing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, all over the place. Um, Nothing but organ. Yeah, and organ and, and yeah, yeah uh, runs, vocal runs and stuff. Um, but I, I liked some of that as well and some of the... the Christian contemporary music uh, had some of that as well. So that being kind of the starting point, and then my first job, I I was um, uh, I was just helping a guy do um, renovations and painting and all kinds of stuff, just assisting. And anytime we go to a job site, he'd have rap music playing. That's all he liked. Uh, and he's a white dude, you know, thirty-something-year-old white dude. He just, he just loved rap. As 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 dark, uh, you know, it wasn't even called trap yet. I don't think this was <laughs> like ten years ago. Uh, well, maybe maybe it was probably Jeezy was around then. Okay, well, yeah, so. <laughs> so he loved all that. Like that's all he listened to. So, and I was like, what is this? You know, I was like, so. But I got used to it, and then I started going back to some, like, going to, like, some R&B and, and hip-hop at that time. And I remember I did get picked on a little bit for some of that for a little while there, that, like, when I would listen to some of it, and some people that didn't like that, it's like, like, why are you listen to that black music, quote-unquote? And it's like, I didn't know a sound had a color see, to so it. so that just... I say that because yeah, you're talking about how from your end it's like you're you listen to the white music and I listen to the black music at times and it's like we're over here just like I just like the music, man. I don't <laughs> like why do we have to label everything? Yeah. You know, I I don't see what my skin color has anything to do with my character. I don't see what my zodiac sign I don't. I don't see that taking away from from my personality yeah. as a person. If like, anything, it makes your personality and your character. It it's makes you who you are. Yeah. And for anyone to say that you're not allowed to, which I so he said you're not allowed to listen to that. See, that's crazy. I've never heard what? that before. <laughs> I've heard anyone say that. While my headphones were in, listening to a very heavy band, like I'm about to ignore you now. 
<laughs> but it's one one thing that really gets on my nerves is when people say you're not allowed to do something, you're not allowed, you're not supposed to do that. Like it's my life. I make my decisions. You have to be where you are and accept it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because people can insinuate that and not say that word for word, too. Like, you're not allowed to do that. But there, I've had people in my life insinuate it. Um, like, you know, oh, oh why don't... something a little more wholesome. Yes. <laughs> or why don't you, or why don't you try... You're doing this or doing that. And it's like, why don't you like what I'm doing, what I'm into? Like, why don't you just accept that that's that's how I am? That's what I like to to do. That's my my career path. I'm going to make this career path. Yes, that's a big one for me. It was like mm, the art field. Mm. That's looked down upon, you know. But that and... And just yeah, well, some of my little rebellious things that I play. It's just what I'm into. Plain and simple. I like what I like. It's not you don't have to listen to it. Or you don't have to to live my life for me if it bugs you that much. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather be stereotyped as a filmmaker, as a podcaster, as a creative than by my skin color. Mm-hmm. If you're going to call something out, call me what I really am. A filmmaker, a podcaster, a creative. Mm -hmm. Because my skin color doesn't define me. At all. Because apparently I'm the exact opposite. (laughs) But people will project that onto you. And you're going to run into that. You might run into that the rest of your life. But you just got to brush it off. Because... That's that's their point of view, you know. That you 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 don't have to spend your time convincing small-minded people. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of breath. I have so much better to do. Mm -hmm. But that about does it. So the words right from (laughs) right from my 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 mouth, my my young man. Um, (laughs) 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 But that does. Do it for this week's episode. Uh, we really hope you're on our side with this because it'd be gonna suck if you're a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all inclusive, all inclusive. Yeah, but um, and I'm sorry to pull pull back the curtains. Um, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> uh, thank you for stopping by, giving us a moment of your time. And we really hope you got something away from, took something away from this. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time.